Hello, welcome to The Limelight, a Castos Originals production. I'm your host, Craig Hewitt. Here each episode, we're chatting with podcasters who are doing interesting and innovative things with their shows in an effort to help us level up our podcasting game and improve our craft. Our goal with this podcast is to have it be one of the resources you go to to find out what's working and maybe even what's not in podcasting today to help you make a better show. And now on with the podcast. Hello, welcome to The Limelight. This is a brand new podcast series from Castos, and today I'm pleased to welcome Sarah Diop from Book Interrupted. Sarah, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So in this show, we're highlighting, bringing into the limelight a podcaster from the industry and asking them to share one kind of special, unique thing that is going on in their podcasting world. This can be a challenge, a success, um, something that they're learning right now. And Sarah, I really want to dive into that because I think you have something really special to share. But first, let's give folks an idea about kind of who you are, what Book Interrupted is, and kind of the audience that you serve. Sure. So Book Interrupted is a podcast for busy people to connect. So Book Interrupted is a book club for busy people to connect and we celebrate life's interruptions. So basically we're a book club podcast and we have six members who pick books and then the book's actually just the catalyst for the conversation. So just connecting with other women around the world about books and different topics. Gotcha. Just in terms of format, uh, is it always the same six people or do you rotate a panel? Always the six, same six people, but we also each year, we're not now in our third year, we have fans that come on and they pick a book as well. So our fans that have come on in the past make reoccurrences. And we also have some authors that have come on and they also pop in just to check in, do a podcast with us just to tell us what they're up to just because they we don't take ourselves too seriously so it's we get off topic a lot and it's a lot of laughing and joking around so i think it it especially for authors i think it makes it a little less serious and more fun if they want to talk about something that has nothing to do with their book we're totally on board with that so yeah before we dive into kind of the, the main segment, I have a question about for, like uh, changing up the format. Because this is a question we get a lot when we're helping folks out of our Cast- Castos production service. They come in and they're wanting to launch a new show and they say, hey, can I can I have like an interview show and then can I have a panel and then can I have a, mon- a monologue? Can I do all of those different things in, in a single podcast? And I always say like, hey, <laughs> it's still the Wild West. There's no rules. You can do whatever you want. Have you found that to be true? Is it disruptive to your audience to have multiple different formats and types of guests and stuff like that? Or or do they enjoy that variety? I think because it follows our brand. Our brand is very, we constantly go off topic. The book is just the catalyst to start a conversation and it can go in any direction. So for us, we actually kind of do all three. So we have, we have, we call them personal journals. So behind the scenes, what you think of the book. And we do that in the podcast. And then we have our group discussion, which is a panel. And we're all chatting about the book and what we thought. And then we also do something called interruptions, which um, a member of Book Interrupted will, Interrupted will say something that's happening in their personal life that has nothing to do with the book, but just happened to be happening at the same time as reading the book. For instance... You know, something funny, maybe like a funny church sign was one or someone's puppy died, like various different interruptions that happen. So we kind of do all three at every episode. So our show, people expect our show to be kind of all over. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. I, I mean, I think that's a good lesson for, for folks out there that like there's not there's not one way to do this. Right. And, and so like, even experimenting with different formats uh, is is totally OK. That's neat. That's neat. And we block it like it's very organized that way. So we block it like now it's personal journal time. This interruption is sponsored by and then let's listen to our group discussion. So it's not complete chaos. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's that's good. I think setting that expectation is is healthy. Neat. So let's move into like the, the kind of main event then. Let's talk about you all do some some really interesting kind of campaigns throughout the year with with listeners. I'd love to hear kind of what that is and like what the genesis story of that is. So one of our before we started, we decided to, you know, what our mission statement is and our purpose. And we decided one of them is to reach women readers globally to connect. So one of the things that we did was kind of interesting is that we ran uh, we ran giveaways on uh, Gleam. And Gleam is like a giveaway site that will post right on your website. And that'll tally how many um, entries are going through. And the entries have to do with your social media or going to your blog or going to your website. And the company tallies it for you. So at the end, you can do a draw online and it shows who won. And we did it internationally. So for instance, the first one we gave away was a Kindle because we're a book club. So we gave away a Kindle and the first winner was someone in Italy. But we had tens of thousands of entries for these contests because we posted them on all these international giveaway sites. So it just immediately increased our listenership because you know, some people just did the contest, but one of the things to get points and we gave more points to people who actually listened to our podcast for two minutes or more, then they got five points and they could get that daily. So they had five entries if they listened to our podcast and it immediately grew our podcast. And every time we did a contest, our podcast would grow incrementally all over the world. And right now, 82, it, we're listened to in 82 different countries as of right now, after three years. Yeah. That's amazing. How, um, and maybe, maybe this is too much detail, but like, how are you measuring that like actual engagement that folks are listening to two minutes of the podcast? Is that like, is there something at the two minute mark or are you just taking their word for it? Or is there. Gleam monitors it for you. So that's why that website, that company, I, they're, they're not a sponsor or anything, but it's just really amazing because. Well, they should be. The maybe. First <laughs> right. The first giveaway we did, we did on our own and the engagement was very low. I don't know. I think maybe a hundred people entered the contest or something. And then we used that site and then it was tens of thousands like instantly. And they are able to monitor, like, are they going on Facebook? Are they listening to two minutes? And they had to go on Spotify to listen to two minutes. And did they go to the blog and they have to make a comment and Gleam collects all that data for you because you connect it to your website. And then I also had to give my like RSS code for Spotify. So they monitor all of that on their own. Yeah. So it's, it, it saves you time too, because when we did our own contest, it took us forever to like tally how many people liked and commented on different social media to enter them in the contest. So. And, and does this platform cost money? Does Gleam cost money or is it free? It does. No, it's not free. You have to pay a monthly fee for it, but it was more than worth it. They have lots of different things they do, not just giveaways, but that's the only thing we used it for. And then also it's kind of nice because we did like a live Facebook and a live Instagram 
of doing the contest and they do a little screen like a pinwheel and like flash someone's name. So I think also gives listeners more confidence that it's completely picked at random. We're not just picking our friends or what have you, or someone we think will be a good influence for our podcast. It's literally anonymous. Yeah. So I've done a bit of this in the past, actually, like not related to to a podcast, but just kind of this business in general. Um, and one thing I learned is that there's a high degree of correlation between the like alignment of the gift you're giving and your audience, you know, so like you giving away a Kindle is great because your audience are readers, but you see a lot of like just bigger brands like, hey, we're giving away a car or an iPad or something like that. That's like everyone in the world <laughs> could benefit from that. And it's not specific to like your thing. So so like maybe for us, it would be like, hey, we're going to give away a really nice podcasting mic. That would be cool because people that would be interested in that, like could be, you know, our fans or customers or something like that. So I think that's a that's a really good lesson that like you picked a really good thing to give away. And, and like, I think that's a place some people fall down sometimes is they just give away something that's super generic. And then those followers or fans that they might pick up might be kind of less engaged uh, because the, the thing you're giving away wasn't aligned with them. Definitely. We did, um, we've done Kindles and we also did, um, one of the books we read was called Seeing Red by Kirsten Karchmer. And it's about periods and making people aware of periods. So we gave away period underwear. So that worked too, because it correlated with the book during that book cycle. But, um, we gave away a masterclass also, like as a pa- people, encouraging people for their passion projects because of a book we were doing called The 4% Fix by Karma Brown, and it didn't go as well. So we went back to the Kindle, and that one is successful every time because we're reading books. So, And we can ship it to anywhere in the world. It's very easy to do a Kindle. So any we had, we had U.S. winners, Canada, Canadian winners, a winner in Italy. So Yeah, that's great. That's great. I think maybe the last question for me on, on the giveaway stuff is like, how often are you doing this? Like a couple times a year? Yeah, that's it. Just a couple times a year. And we also did, talking about giving away mics, when we have a fan come on, that's one of the things we give. So people can, a fan can go on our website and want to be part of our book club and join us for a cycle. And they pick a book and the fan that we choose, we give them a mic and, and a ring light so they can participate and have the sound and then possibly do their own podcast if they want in the future because we've shown them how to do it. So uh, we also do that, which also helps engagement because every fan has their own network of people that are now listening to our podcast for six episodes at least. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Sarah, this is amazing. I I loved hearing about the giveaways and and like how you all have grown the show through this. I mean, I think pretty unconventional way of promoting your show. So thank you so much for sharing this. For folks who want to check out more about you and your podcast, where's the best place to go? I would go to www.bookinterrupted.com. Our website has everything, our podcast and everything you need to know about being a fan if you want to join us. Yeah. Awesome. Sarah, thanks so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Limelight. If you're enjoying this show, check out our other podcasts we have in the Castos Originals Network at castos.com slash podcasts. We'll see you next week.